Yeah, would tobacco be called, is nicotine, which gets you high. Or it tobacco. Also gets, it also hooks you. Or yes, anything you smoke. I mean, because how many things are there that people smoke? Well, what are you talking about, man? Are you talking about smoking, you know, uh, psychedelic substances? Or are you talking yeah, about right, the, talking the about ritual act of putting smoke in your lungs? No, smoking, smoking substances like grass or things that get you well, high. That, Do you feel that, that everything you eat gets you high in one way or another? Everything I eat gets me high one way or the other. Yeah, sure, it keeps me alive. That's a high. Okay, yeah. well, if that's, if the, I'll, I'll agree that that's the sort of thing that smoking is at, too, you know. But I, I don't want to put down L's just because they don't smoke I'm dope. I'm putting L's down. <laughs> I just wonder if they weren't fully reported on. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just well, the, the, the I mean, is anybody of... fully reported on, man? It's dangerous. I know. I mean, that fuddy-duddy old Englishman, you know, even Arthur Conan Doyle really didn't approve that Sherlock Holmes shot cocaine. That's right. That was the whole point of Sherlock but Holmes. You People should read those books. Man, it's really funny. Holmes is a cokehead. Hardly anybody knows about that from watching Basil Rathbone and that other... <laughs> that one. Right. Now, that's Dr. Watson. He only sniffed it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, he sniffed around Holmes for years. That's right. I listened to the giant rat of Sumatra the other night. Uh, I found in, in Don Belfry's Speaking collection of, of tapes, I found an old... It just sounded terrible trips. to me. Really, did it? Yes. It just sounded terrible to People me. People keep asking. As a matter of fact, we got a call a little while ago asking if we'd play or do or something 20 years behind the whale in this very moment driving north of Santa Barbara driving south this morning I thought of doing 20 years behind the whale on mm -hmm. the air and I decided no we would never do it again because somehow it only existed in that particular time and it's made all of its mutations and done all of the things and it's been as funny as it could possibly be you know, the magic never mushroom the daisy game. is gone. I mean, yeah. they really are gone. There is a, there's a, <laughs> oh, Peter, <laughs> sentimentalist, shut up. Come Ribbon. on, you mass media guru. You and Elliot are through. The Easter loving is over. The honeymoon is over. Okay. Where's plastic, man? Where's the oracle? Where are those old days? Oh, where's stretch legs? They're gone, they're gone. Right. The world is inhabited by 400 million speed freak, right. four-year-old guitar players. Right, jeans shops. Now, yeah, it's true. Though. Where's Vito? <laughs> well, I love those. <gasps> I, I love hippies. I, I, I really would like to be called a hippie. I don't mind people calling me a hippie. I think that, that was always a nice thing to be to me, was a hippie, a dropout, one of those kind of Easter love-in sort of guys. Yeah. You know, In Lucia. I, all the people I know, man, that, that are like that, are really nice people. In, like in, in Lucia or, <laughs> yes, or Lucia. Old days, oh yeah. boy. Sit in a charbroiled atmosphere and toast to better times. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. In Lucia or Lucia or whatever the name of that little city is, just to south of Big Sur as you're driving up there Robert is... Robert Loggia by the Sea, it's called. Right. <laughs> right. Two of Loggia by the Sea. There is, a, uh, there is a, a restaurant which I have eaten in which has an outdoor, like, patio place where you can eat breakfast. And outside of it, there are beautiful, beautiful uh, um, flowers, morning glory flowers, and uh, hummingbirds come down and eat the morning glory flower thing. And, it's, and you can see the ocean, and it's beautiful. And there is now a sign on it that says, no hippies on that restaurant. And so we conceived this entire plan of buying this restaurant yeah. and sitting in there and serving all these wonderful things that we could think of. Hippie burgers. Hippie burgers, right. Psychedelic savings and loans. Psychedelic savings and I tell you, you those people, the, those, it's just uh, a revolution in... Uh, what are you doing, Peter? I was rubbing my mustache against the microphone without remembering that it makes a noise. It really I don't sounds have, terrible. I don't does it make a noise? On. Does it? Yes, it does. Stones! 
Hey, hey listen, it's downstairs. the solstice, guys, and this is the longest day of the year, and it's a strange light. I kind of like it. I just there is a magnolia blossom blooming right outside our window here as, as yes. we talk to you Excellent. right now. This, this, yeah. It's the first flower we've seen it's out a, in this little courtyard. It's against the law to have the radio studio. I'd like to read a little bit of this article to you, Phil, and Peter, and the folks. Central to Pulawat navigation is familiarity with the positions where the stars rise and set. The stars, as we all know, rise in the east and set in the west, as do the sun and the moon. Away from the equator, as in the United States and Europe, they rise above the horizon at an angle and describe a sloping arc through the sky, an effect produced by being located near the top of the spinning globe. Near the equator, however, the stars appear to rise and set vertically, except those in the extreme northern and southern sky. This means that even though a star is sighted some distance above the horizon, it is nevertheless almost directly over the spot where it has risen or where it will set. It is this quality of vertical movement in equatorial stars which has been observed and used by Carolinian navigators, that is, from the Caroline Islands. They have selected various stars both for their prominence and because the places of their rising and setting are spaced around the horizon. In this way, the sky on a clear night becomes a vast compass, the various headings picked out by familiar stars as they move up and down near the horizon. Yet the particular star which is named and stands for a given bearing is visible in a setting or rising position only part of the time. In some seasons, it does not appear at all. Even when it is visible, it spends part of the night so high in the sky that it is not possible to obtain a bearing by looking at it. For these reasons, other stars are noted and remembered, which are at the same celestial latitude, travel the same road, as they say, and can therefore substitute for the named navigation star when it is unavailable. Thirty-two directions or bearings are defined by the navigation stars, which happen also be, to be the number of points on a traditional mariner's compass. The 32 stars in the Puluat navigation system are, however, historically much older than the advent of the western compass in this area and are therefore not derived from it. Although the stars are spaced around the horizon, they are not exactly the same distance apart and therefore do not quite coincide with the points of the mariner's compass. On Puluat, the cardinal direction is east under the rising of Altair, the big bird. However, the star compass system can most readily be described to a northerner by beginning with the North Star, Polaris, the star which never moves. The North Star is low at the latitude of the Carolines, roughly seven degrees north, and frequently obscured by cumulus clouds which often ring the tropical horizon even at night. Nevertheless, it is highly valued because it is always there, and being close to the horizon can provide a good bearing when sighted. Near the North Star, and thus rising a little to the east of it, is the Little Dipper, being so far to the north, the Little Dipper swings in a fairly tight circle about the North Star and does not stay directly over its point of rising for as long as the other stars do. It has the further disadvantage of being a constellation of several stars, although its brightest star, Kochab, catches the eye and provides the most obvious bearing. Just as the Little Dipper rises a little to the east of the North Star, so it sets to the west by an equal amount. Therefore, like most other navigational stars or constellations, it defines two points or bearing on the circle of the horizon, its positions of rising and setting being equal amounts to the east and the west. A little fragment of, of how navigation is done on this island in, in the Carolines, which is done entirely by dead reckoning, which means that one's position at any time, one's position at any time, is determined solely on the basis of distance 
and direction traveled since leaving the last known location. Put the other way around, it means that if you lose track of how far you have come from where you were, you are lost. In contrast to this, Western celestial navigation, Loran and other techniques, make it possible to establish a, a precise position without any knowledge of where you have been, except in the most general sense of knowing what part of the world you were in. That's a whole other system. It's, it's, it, it's based on knowing where you've been. Yeah, knowing right. where you've you been. You know what that comes from? And, and the, the all Western systems are based on basically on writing it down. That is some table, some chart of information already, already acquired. Some computer system, basically. Whether it uses a computer or not. Something that computes for you where you are. Mm -hmm. You yourself do not actually know. You it's ask automatic. a machine or you ask a book of records or you ask a log or you ask... Uh, tables of navigation or something like that, but those cats, man, they just think another way. You know, they, they, it's a whole nother way of thinking that I think actually we've been, that's what we do all the time, that's what the Fire Sign Theater does with itself all the time, is it constantly sits around and examines uh, where it's been, you know, that historical, that, the, all that endless verbalizing we do about, about, about who we are, you know. What some people sneeringly call psychoanalysis is actually just a way of dead reckoning. That's right. It, you know? it, 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 it exactly is. I My old lady and I consistently map our relationships with each other, talk constantly in retrospect, the way, all, the way uh, couples of people do when they've been together. They tend to talk about old times. I noticed that with my grandparents, man. And it's not just a boring thing. You're keeping track of where you've been, you yeah. know, and how far away you are from, from, the, from the points you remember, really. Because yep. if you depend on books, man, and, and records, it's, that, that's entertainment. It's not real that to me, be, you know? That would be like, like a star.